so simple Faith like a child I give you an inch and you take me a mile I feel the wind rush and the thunder roll Two feet on the water, only one way to go yeah. I don't gotta be afraid no more, no Cause I know you up through the storm I'm more than just a talker I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Gentlemen, we made it. Episode number 70. Rise up. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, folks, number one, it's about to be a crazy week. It's about to be a really crazy week here on LFA TV and around the world. But you want to know the one thing that stays constant no matter what? It is the word of God. The, the one thing that stays constant no matter what is the word of God. And during all of this crazy time that we're about to experience, I need you to, number one, stay focused on the Lord. Stay focused on the gospel. Stay focused on the cross. Stay focused on Jesus. Because when the world burns, your face is in the word. When the world is dis- being destroyed, your faith is in the Lord. When the world is crumbling down around you, you are still receiving joy, grace, and mercy from the Lord. 
I want to welcome everybody today who's watching here on LFA TV on Rumble. Thank you very much. Welcome to Rise Up. For those who have the app, and you may just be watching this on the app or on your digital TV platforms, Roku or Fire Stick, under Rumble, uh, I want to say thank you and welcome. For those listening on podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, please give us a five-star re- five-star review on iHeartRadio or RSS.com or um, uh, podcast.com. We'd appreciate that as well. Folks, we just came off a record week here again on LFA TV, and you must ask yourself, why? Why is LFA TV experiencing so many successes uh, where other people are failing and dying? There, I could name four news stations that are not mainstream, by the way. And I'm talking about the big ones, you know, the NBCs, MSNBCs, you know, all them, Fox, CNNs. I can name four that are losing their audiences every single day. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to put them in a negative light because I believe they're trying to do something similar to what we're doing here in LFA. But why is LFA TV going up and the rest going down? I can tell you why. It's not because Mike Crispy is the most the well the most best dressed host on TV. It's not because Anna for all of her youth has so much wisdom and so much fire and spunk. It's not because Sean Farish can sound just like Donald Trump and has the IQ of Albert Einstein. It's not just because Kevin Smith is the modern-day Socrates of our time. It's not because Isabella has her finger on the pulse of Gen Z and Zoomer culture. No, 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 folks. It's not because Will Johnson has been doing this uh, right alongside me since back in the day. It's because of God. It's because of Jesus. That's why. It's because we have God at the center of this network. Just like the families of this country used to have God at the center of the supper table, we have God first. We put God first. We start out every day with God. And until everybody starts understanding and embracing the fact that we are a Christian nation and that there is no way to heaven except through Jesus Christ, the Son, well then, ladies and gentlemen, that moment, everybody else will experience the same success. Because we are not doing this for the flesh We're not doing this for ourselves. We're sure as heck not doing this for money. I can tell you that. We're doing it for God. And that is what's going to be the difference. That's going to be the way maker right there. So that song that you just heard was called Wave Walker. And it was by Citizen Way. Again, Wave Walker by Citizen Way. And the reason I played that song for you this morning is because my daughter Shaylin requested me to. My daughter, Shaylin, requested me to. Now, I've got a lot to talk about today. I've got a story to tell you about why my daughter requested that song. I've got a story to tell you about a different church that we went to yesterday. And uh, it's going to be quite a day today. So before we even get get into anything, let's do exactly what we just preached and put God first. If you are out there wearing a hat, please remove your hat. If you're engaged in conversation outside of this show right now, please quiet down, simmer down, keep calm, and let's go to God, okay? Our Father in heaven, Lord, we come to you with bended knees, humbling ourselves in front of the throne to give you thanks for the mercy and the grace that you bestow upon us every single day and the blessings that you shower us with when we don't even deserve a single one. 
Lord, so many people out there that are listening to this are hurting right now in some way, whether it be physically, spiritually, mentally, or emotionally. But Lord, they are also blessed because they're listening. They're blessed more than they know just because they are hearing this message right now. Lord, help me be a, an ambassador of the light. Help me, your humble servant, be an ambassador of the word and the gospel. Please instruct the Holy Spirit to guide me to say the right things and not lead people astray. Lord, this is going to be a very tough week for us politically here in this country. We ask that you touch the hearts of the evil, corrupted officials, elected officials and bureaucrats that are in our government. We ask that you turn them to Christ instead of punish them. We ask for an armor of God to be put around our President Donald Trump. And Lord, we just pray for a peaceful week keeping our eyes on Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a connection between host and family, says Annette. I want to do a, I want to pull up the rumble chat here. So let's go ahead and do that now. I want to say, I want to have the chance for you all to say good morning to everybody. Let's pop it in now. There's Amanda Collins. We've got Dautet in the building. Patriot Johnson is here. Shelly Rose is in the building. CQ707. Bad Moon is here. Carol26 is here. T. Mitchell is in the building. LFA producer reminds us that we have 1,000 people watching, but we only have 253 likes. We've really got to get busy on that. Keep them, keep them honest, Eli. We've got Heatherly, Heatherly in the building. Marky, Wayne Davis is here. Nolan Wallace is here ready for to hear the word of God this morning. United, since 1776, says, it is my wife's birthday today. We've been together 34 years. Can we sing, Teresa, a happy birthday? I think we can. Let's go ahead and do that now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Teresa. Happy birthday to you. That prayer brightened my morning, says Edward. Well, thank you. Good morning to Jay Mahoney. How are you? uh, Lisa, how are you? Or Liza, maybe that is probably Liza. Kalia, let's go. How are you, girl? Let's go. She uh, messaged me the other day. She met another LFA family member, so that was nice. Uh, Rhonda is in the building. How are you? Kicking Gypsy. Tina Marie. Freebird. Dr. Goat Kisses is here. Uh, F. Graves and Annie get. Your guns is in the building. How are you? Well, folks, we have 1,100 people watching. I want to see if today we can have a we can have a record. I want to see if we can get to 1,500 live viewers and 1,000 likes. Can we do that? 1,000 rumbles right down there. Turn that thumb green and let's get into it. We're going to read from One Minute Prayer for Dads, and then we're going to get into story time. Okay. now I know there's a lot of people out there stressed right now. I know there's a lot of people out there afraid of what they heard about Trump tomorrow. What I want you all to do right now is look at the screen, look in my eyes and smile. I want you to smile. Come on. You can do it. I know that you know that nobody's watching. But guess what? God's watching. I don't want you to smile for me. 
I don't want you to smile for Eli or the audience. I don't want you to smile for the LFA family. I want you to smile for God. I want you to smile for Jesus. Because Jesus would give you some really good advice, better advice than I'm giving you right now. So I want you all to smile, your biggest smile, from ear to ear, from sea to shining sea. Let's get that smile out there. I'm telling you, it'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel better. Now, I titled today's show, He Sent Out the 72 with Nothing. Now, for those of you who are not well-versed in the Bible, we're talking about Luke chapter 10, 1 through 12. God's, or Jesus sent out the 72 with nothing. And we're talking about people that he sent out to harvest. People that he sent out to prepare the way for the kingdom of God, just like John the Baptist prepared the way in the wilderness for Jesus. We'll talk about that today. And by the way, I started my backyard ranting again this weekend. I was not happy. I did drop some S-bombs. I apologize for that. But let's get into this. As for me and my house, I'll let the LFA family finish that in the chat. We're going to show you how godly the LFA family is here. Have your Bibles open to Luke chapter 10, 1 through 12 as we go through today. But I'm reading right now from One Minute Prayer for Dads, and I gave you the first part. As for me and my house, I know you know the rest. Pop it in the chat. Here we go. Joshua 24, 15. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua was determined that his family would not serve false gods. Today we have the same option as the true God is challenged by gods that are not gods at all. Christian dads decide firmly that their house will serve the Lord and only the Lord. Lord, our family will worship you and only you. We will serve only you. I pray you will let our decision result in our being a light in a dark world. We're going to be talking quite a bit about that today. That's why Jesus sent out the 72, to be lights in a dark, dark world. I pray for neighbors. I pray for relatives and friends who don't know you. I pray for enemies who don't know you too. That's just me adding. May our family serve as your ambassadors to a hurting world, which it is. Keep our determination to serve you fresh in our minds. May each day be a renewed pledge to our household to serve you. Every day you wake up and that sun is shining and you go, <gasps> and you breathe in. It's, it's a testament to, to why you're here. You're not here to do evil. God did not pluck you from heaven to give you a fleshly body to make you a meat puppet of evil. He gave you a body to do good. So let every day be a testament to how you serve the Lord. Let every day that you go like this and wake up and go, I'm alive, that right there is a blessing and it's a testament to you serving the Lord. Because who gave you that breath? Do you think the Big Bang gave you that breath that you're breathing in and out, in and out every second of every day? Do you think that it was a single-celled organism that decided to evolve and, and, and swim out of the ocean and grow legs and then become a humanoid 
and have thoughts and opposable thumbs, yeah, that makes about as much sense as Superman and Batman being real. And if you believe that, you've got some soul searching to do. And you might be just dumb. You might be just stupid. Because not in any time in human history has one animal become another. The only way we started believing that was because some bonehead scientist said, oh, evolution must exist. And now we teach it as fact in every school around the world, every public school anyway, even though we call it the theory of evolution. (laughs) Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Hey, mommy, we used to be monkeys and apes. Yeah, I think we'll be pulling you out of that school today. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Unbelievable. So I want to tell you guys, look at this. We already have 1,329. Eli, if we get to 1,500, that's a record, you know. If we get to 1,500 watching and like 600 uh, likes by the end of the show, that's a record. Let's have a record weekend. Let's have a record for Jesus. How about that? Let's have a record day today for Jesus. So I titled the show, He Sent Out the 72 with Nothing. And I told you that my daughter requested that we do the song today, uh, Wave Walker. So why did she request that? Well, here we go. I'm going to need your prayers for my daughter, Shaylin. Okay. Now, you guys know that my ex, the mother of my first two children, Shaylin and Jaden, that my ex did everything that she could to get my daughter Shaylin out of public school a year ago and put her into, or out of private uh, uh, Christian school and put her into the public school system in Vermont, the worst place on planet Earth outside of California and hell. So she took her out of private school and put her in public school. It didn't take but two months before she hated her father, me, because the school turned her against me somehow, and she was becoming a transgender within two months. She also had teachers trying to set the stage for her to be molested, to put it bluntly. So when I took her out, when I said, nope, not happening, and we took her out of that public school, her her mother was upset, not at the fact of what they did to her in that school, but she was upset that now she looked like the bad parent because she made the wrong decision. Instead of just saying, my bad, wrong decision, let's get her out of there, She knew she had to get out of there, but yet she would have rather kept her there so she didn't look like the parent that was wrong. That's the kind of crap you go through when you have, you know, when you co-parent. Now, her and I have been able to co-parent very, very well. And there's been about five times in our co-parenting life where she's decided to do something absolutely stupid to make herself feel better rather than what's better for her children. And I hope she's watching because she needs a reality check. Now, I'm not saying she's a I'm not saying she's a bad mother in the sense that she provides for my children when they're at her house because she keeps a roof over their head, she keeps food in their belly. I'll give her that. But my daughter has been wanting to go to this church that is in the town that her mother lives in when she's not with me every other weekend. So my daughter and my son are with me half the time, 50% of the time. Okay, we did not need a court order to do that. We've always done that amicably. So they're with me Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of every week and Saturday and Sunday morning of every other week. 
Got it? So every other week, they come to church with us. However, when they're with their mother, their mother does not want them believing in God. The only reason that their mother took them out of private school to put them into public school was to begin with was she did not want them near God. She thinks that if those children choose God, then it's choosing me over her. That's how absolutely ignorant she is. Okay? And that's how petty she is because she doesn't believe in God. Now, I'm not saying that she is a bad person. We're all bad people. She's just like I was 10 years ago. She needs some, she needs God. So my daughter is probably one of, when she got out of that public school and back into Christian school, she went headfirst into Christianity. My daughter is the most well-versed person in the Bible that I know. My woman, my, my, my daughter has, has uh, notes for every word that's in the Bible, in her Bible. She has more writing in her Bible than the actual Bible has words in the Bible. Put it that way. So my daughter's doing everything she desperately can to save her mother. To save her mother. She wants her mother saved. She does not want her mother going to hell. So she keeps wanting to go to this church, which is literally two blocks from her house at her mom's house. And her mom won't let her go. And the reason why her mom won't let her go, stupid reason, doesn't make sense, is not the real reason. But the reason she tells her is because you don't know anybody there and I don't know anybody there. So well, let me get this straight. You yanked her out of Christian school, put her into the, uh, a den of wolves where they were praying over her and they were trying to have sex with her. Teachers were. That's okay. Didn't know anybody there, but that's okay. But don't, oh, God forbid we put her into a church where I don't know anybody, right? Stupid reason. Doesn't make any sense and it's a lie. So, my daughter said to me, Dad, Mom says the reason why I can't go to that church is because I don't know anybody there. I said, well, funny about that, Shaylin, because I know people there. And the reason why I know people there is because when I was back in my old job, my tech job, I sold them IT for their church. So, by God's grace, I knew the pastor there. Not only do I know the pastor there, my barber goes to that church. So I said, well, I know people there, Shay. And she says, yeah, but mom doesn't, mom doesn't think that's good enough. So my daughter said to me, this was our week to have her come to church. She goes, dad, can we skip going to our church this weekend? And when you take me and Jaden home, can we go to that church? And then you take us home? I said, Shaylin, your mother's going to be very, very, very mad. Your mother's going to be very, very mad if I do that because your mother has no, con- your mother's concern is not that you don't know anybody. It's that she does not want you to go to church. And she said, I know. I want to go. Can we go? Will you go with me? I said, yes, I will. So yesterday we decided to go to a different church, a church I'd never been to. And I will not allow my children to be led astray by their mother, no matter how decent of a mother she is outside of faith. So I said, yes, Shaylin, I will go to that church with you. Jaden, Shaylin, get your stuff. We're going to go to that church. So we did. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, there's a reason why I have the title of today's show, He Sent Out 72 with Nothing. Because when I got there, it just happened to be the day the week that that church celebrates Global Outreach Missions Week. 
So there, so Pastor Paul, who's the pastor there, whom I knew before we even went there, was not preaching today. As a matter of fact, instead, we just ha- God guided us to go there on the very week that they were having people in the te- in the uh, church family come up and give their testimonies, and it happened to be all people who have done missions. Okay, so it was people that were born in other countries that were missions missionaries and happened to settle in Vermont. And there was people from Vermont who had traveled the world doing missions, Honduras, Haiti, Japan, China, wherever. And we got to hear for the entire day their story of how God chose them to be missionaries and how God, how they uh, ignored God and that they turned their gaze from God when he was trying to get them to go. And God just kept pestering them and pestering them and saying, you will go, you will go, you will go, until they went. And that is what we got to hear yesterday. Now, my son, Jaden, is very, very, he's a good boy. Don't get me wrong. He's a very good boy. But my son, Jaden, could do or do without the word of God. He's come back to it to some extent, and he's doing well. But, like, he's usually in church, he's this guy looking around, you know. My son was so engaged because he was listening to people's real testimonies. God brought us there for a reason. God brought us there for a reason yesterday. So we got to hear all of these testimonies from people. And my son and my daughter were like this, just engaged like it was a brand new Marvel movie or something, you know. They were just engaged like this. So when we got done, my daughter said to me, this is what I want. I said, what? And she'd said this to me a couple weeks ago, too, when she went to, um, she went to uh, Christian camp. Remember I told you a few weeks ago she went to a uh, snow camp? It's called snow camp, but it's a Christian camp for winter. She told me three weeks ago, these are the people I want to spend the rest of my life around. I said, who? She goes, real Christians. I said, well, what makes you say that? And she goes, because I, I now know the difference between fake Christians and real Christians and being around real Christians. I want to be around my, my, uh, them for the, forever, no matter what. So when we went there and heard those testimonies of missions, my daughter wants to be a missionary now. She wants to go out and spread the word of God. And there's nobody with a bigger heart than my daughter. So I was so impressed and I'm so proud and I'm so happy. However, about two hours later, I was out for my weekly date with my wife. We have lunch on Sundays. That's our only date day. I got a call from my daughter. Now, my daughter doesn't have a cell phone anymore because we took all of the, anything away from our children that had anything to do with electronics. But there's an emergency phone that she has. And she called me yesterday, two hours after I dropped her off. I wasn't going to answer it because I thought, you know, I'm spending time with my wife. And when I'm spending time with my wife and her and me and her, it's just me and her now. God said, answer the phone. So I answered the phone. Dad, what's up, Shay? Are you busy? Kind of having lunch with Sabrina. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can I call you back later? Right then and there, I knew something was up. She's 15 years old, kicking gypsy. I said, what's the matter? She goes, well, you were right. I said, why? What happened? Mom's mad. Why? Because you took us to that church. 
I said, yeah, but I didn't take you on her time. You were supposed to be at church with us. So what does it matter? She goes, I don't know, but she's really mad. Now, I know why she's mad. And I prepared Shaylin and Jaden for her to be upset because it's not about them going to whatever church, to this church or that church. It's about them going to church, period. But it's definitely a threat to her that I took her to the church two blocks away from their house because the reason she was telling Shay she didn't want her to go was because she didn't know anybody there, right? I said, what did she say? She said, well, I was just telling mom that we went to that. Jaden told mom that we went to that church and mom got mad. And she said, why did you go to that church? And so Shaylin told her, I wanted to go and dad took us. And Shaylin said, so now that we know the people there, I would really, really like it if we can all go as a family. She's doing whatever she can to save her family, to save her mom. She doesn't want her mom to be in hell. And the worst part comes next. Her mom says, we don't have time to go to church. Shaylin says, well, it's only an hour. And even if you only go for like 20 minutes, it's okay. You can leave. Now, her mom has three, two, uh, two young, really young kids, babies, toddlers. She goes, we can't go because the babies, the toddlers, they won't be able to sit that long. Shaylin says, well, there's children's church downstairs, you know, and I'll help. Nope, we're not going to go. We're not going to go. We don't have time to go. And why do you always all want us to go anyway? Shaylin says, so you can have a relationship with Jesus. And her mom says, so wait a minute. So Christianity. So if you do good, you go to heaven. If you do bad, you go to hell. Shaylin says, well, it's not really like that, mom. And she goes, oh, what? So I have to believe in Jesus or I'm going to go to hell? And Shaylin said, well, in a nutshell, yes, but there's a lot more to it than that. And her mom said, I'm not going to go to some place where people are going to judge me and my life for the way I am and tell me that I'm going to go to hell. Jesus and God is not real. And church and the Bible are only society's way to have faith in something. Now, you told me that I know the difference between that being real or that being fake. And I used to be that, so I understand where her mom's coming from. And I used to say those things to other people, but I would have never said that to my daughter. I would have never said that to my daughter. I would never say that to my children about faith in something that is good. Even if I wasn't a Christian. So what I do, I told my daughter, I said, I said, would you like me to talk to your mother? She said, no. I said, okay. I said, Shaylin, I, I, I told you that was going to happen, right? She said, yeah. And I said, first of all, honey, what you have to do is you have to pray right now for your mom. You have to pray for your mom and you have to pray for yourself. And you have to pray for your family. And you have to do whatever you, you have to understand not to get discouraged, honey. Do not let this discourage you. Chin up, shoulders back, chest out, head up high. You're a child of God, baby. I said, and God has tasked you to do something very, very, very difficult. And that is help save your mom. Now, because I'm not there with her, because I'm not there to hold her and comfort her, 
I can't imagine what she's going through alone at that house. And then I realized something. My daughter is a very strong Christian at for 15 years old. And she's not alone. Jesus is with her. The Holy Spirit is with her. Now, I cannot tell my daughter, as a father, to go to church on her mom's Sunday anyway. Because that would be me telling her to disobey her mother, whom she loves very, very much. Now, you have to understand something here. My daughter has such a big heart, and she is so easily offended if something happens to anybody that even though she knows her mother's wrong, and even though she's got her daddy telling her everything's going to be okay, don't be discouraged, she's still sitting in her room knowing that her mother doesn't want anything to do with her as long as she wants something to do with God. You cannot tell me that that is not breaking a 15-year-old girl's heart in half. Now, it's easy to say, she could still just go to church, Jeremy. It's easy to say, she'll be 18 soon, Jeremy. It's easy to say that stuff. It's easy to say it to her. But put yourself in her shoes for a minute. My son won't stick up for her. My son just wants to go to his room and build Legos. My son's not there where my daughter is yet. So imagine, put yourself in her shoes. She doesn't want her mother not only to burn in hell, but not to love her. And her mother's giving her the impression that she won't be her mother if she wants anything to do with God while she's there. You have to understand, if Shaylin goes to church while Shaylin is there, not only will she be breaking her mother's rules, but her mother will see that as you're choosing your father over me. And she's right to an extent. Shaylin is choosing her father over her, but her heavenly father, not her earthly father. Now, I want to read something to you in a minute from the verse of the day. But if you are a follower of Christ and if you are a child of God, you have to understand that you are a lamb sent out among a nation of hungry, evil wolves. And you're going to go out alone except for Jesus. Jesus will be with you. Shaylin's name is actually spelled S-H-A-Y, like Shay, and then L-Y-N-N. She's 15 years old, and she's a true soldier of God. She's also going to watch this video today. She told me, Dad, can you play that song, Wave Walker, for me today on your show? I said, yes, I can, baby. She says, okay, I won't be able to watch it in the morning because I'll be at school. She goes, but I'll watch it later. So I want you all to do me a favor right now, if you can. She won't see this live chat because the live chat disappears. Can you all put a comment below to encourage Shaylin not to disobey her mother, and not to tell her her mother is wrong, because that wouldn't be right either. But can you please put some encouragement down there in the way of 
a verse for her to read and pray for her mom. I was where her mom is one time. You understand that, right? When you don't have the support of your mom and dad, especially when it comes to Christ, can you imagine the tug of war that must be pulling on her heart? She doesn't want to make her mom mad. She only wants her mom to love her. So that's the, that's, that's why we have this verse today. And that's why I played the song that I played today. My daughter is special. And everybody's daughter is special. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is my daughter was meant for this. And she's going to be 10 times the Christian that I ever hoped to be. And she is a soldier in training right now. I didn't get to training until I was 36. She's a training. She's in training at 15. Imagine where her strength will be when she's 43 like me. Imagine the world that she will change. She's special. And I love her. And I love her brother. And you want to know what else? I love their mother. I do. She'll always hold a special place in my heart. Not the kind of love that I have for my wife. But you have to understand something. Now that I know that children are truly a gift and a blessing from God, I went through that journey with their mother. I held their mother's hand while God brought forth a baby for us and then a second baby for us. You don't go through that journey with somebody and not have a special place in your heart for them. Just like my wife has probably a special place in her heart for her previous son of a father of her children. So we never want to insult the mom and the dad like her mom, but we do want to call it like it is. She's ignorant of the, of the word of Christ. She's very scared to be convicted, and that is why she's lashing out against Shaylin. It's not that she doesn't believe in God, Shay. You know that I tell you this all the time. It's that she does believe in God and she is afraid to be convicted and go through a change because she does not know what's on the other side. However, she should know because she sees it in her daughter. She sees it in her son. And she sees it in my family, but she's still stubborn. It's not evil, Shaylin. It's stubbornness. Keep at it. Keep working. We will all pray for your mom. There is going to be 15,000 people that watch this video by the end of the day. And we're all praying for you. And we love you. And that is a special message to my daughter this morning. And I thank all of you for praying with me for her and for encouraging her to not lose faith. And for that, Lord, we pray that you will protect her, guide her, and give her all your angels to save her mom. It's the only way. We have to be a light in the darkness. Now, what I want to do is I want to go to the verse of the day today. I know we're only 40 minutes past the hour. I know this. 
But I'll say this one last thing to you, uh, Shaylin, for when you watch this tonight at your mom's house. I'll say this to you. It's always darkest before the dawn. And right now it sounds like your mom is in a very dark place. She has no peace and she has no joy. And she's not had it as long as I've known her. She's had a very hard life. Very hard life. Almost harder than mine. Put it that way. So we do not blame your mom, baby. We don't. But we do know it's always the darkest before the dawn. And I think discouraging your child from having a relationship with Jesus is pretty dark. So God, please save your mom. Please save her. Now I want to get to the verse of the day today. And I'll read it again at 11 o'clock. But I want to read it now as opposed to at the end of the show. Okay? First of all, I said, good morning. This is going to be a high-stress week. And everything going on in our country, and with everything going on in our country, uh, so we have to be keep focused on Christ no matter what. No matter what happens this week with Trump or anything else, keep focused on God, guys. Remember, Jesus has sent us to be the light of the world, out among the wolves to spread the gospel and to keep people calm. You will be needed this week more than you have for the last couple years. Be strong this week, guys. Let's get into this. Verse of the day, Luke 10, 1 through 12, if you have your Bibles. And it says this. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them out on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. I want to stop right there. It says, go your way from the ESV. The NIV says, strictly just go with an exclamation point. That is a command. That is a command. That is a directive that Jesus gave, go, not stay, not maybe go. It was a commandment from Jesus to the 72. Go, he said. Now, not only did he demand them or command them to go, but all 72 lined up for the task. And here's the greatest part. Let's, let's go on. He says, go your way. I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. But then he says this, crazy, right? Carry no money bag. Carry no knapsack. Carry no sandals. And greet no one on the road. Talk about laser focused. Talk about making a beeline, right? Although I don't know why it's called a beeline. You don't walk in a bee. Take no money, take no knapsack, take no sandals, take nothing as I send you out to the wolves. Wow. 
Imagine the fear. Imagine the inspiration and the encouragement that they must have needed. Not only to say, yes, I will go, but then to actually go and do it. Imagine the faith. He was doing with them what John the Baptist was doing in the wilderness, preparing a way. You don't need food because you don't live on bread alone. You don't need money because people will take care of you. You don't need weapons because you have the Lord God and the armor of God. Ephesians 6, 11 through 6, 20. Go. He says, whatever house you enter on your way, first say, peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide. For the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house, though. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. So what is he saying? He's not saying go to door to door, knock, 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 knock. Have you heard about the word of God? No. He's saying go preaching the word of God and let people accept you and let people feed you. Don't ask for it. Don't beg for it. It will be provided for you. This was God teaching them to have faith in Jesus. If you have faith, I will prove it to you. And then you can look back and say, wow, I'm glad I had that faith, right? Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you and don't ask for any more. Heal the sick in that town and say to them, quote, the kingdom of God has come near to you. It's all you have to say. It's all you have to do. You don't need to answer every question asked. You just need to have faith and listen to God. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, they reject you like my mother, like my uh, daughter's mother does. Go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. And I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. And we know what happened to Sodom and we know what happened to Gomorrah. Folks, we are over 1,700 people watching. This is a record for Jesus today. Let's make it another record and let's get over 600 likes, 600 rumbles down there. So there you go, guys. Now I'll read more of that on my 11 o'clock show, but wow. Hazel Kitty said it right. Brush off the sand of negativity from you. Jeremy, it sure blesses my heart so much seeing the growth that God has done on you since I first started listening to you in your backyard rants. Thank you. Jess Patriot says, Shaylin, pray for the God to guide your steps to help your mom. Don't give up. Now, ladies and gentlemen, because I have the chat on the live stream, my daughter will see this now too. She'll see this part. She'll see this part. My question is, my question, what is you live with that town? What if you live in that town? Well, then you've got a lot of work to do. You've got a lot of work to do. 
Eli, where do you put a comment for Shaylin? Down below the video. Down below, you'll see another place where you can just say add a comment. Not in the live chat, but below. It's hard to dance with the devil on your back, so shake him off, says Halloween. Shaylin, all glory from God. God bless you and your family, Jeremy. Thank you all. Thank you. We've got about 12 minutes left, so I want to get into this next book here. Look at that. See that? Thank you, Jeremy, for sharing the story. We are praying for your mom, Shaylin. Praying for you and your mother, Shaylin. Wow. Really scary. Blow comments. It's crazy that as we sit here listening to the gospel from you, Jeremy, because I always said you need to be a preacher. There's something about you, and I cannot wait to meet you and hug you. Well, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And, you know, there was a time when I was, maybe it was humble, I don't know, but I said, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Don't, I'm just here just preaching the word of God. All glory to God. But now, I still say all glory to God, but I say I'm something. I'm no longer nobody. I'm a somebody. I'm a child of God. I'm something. I am blessed by God. I do hope... Uh, represent the Holy Spirit. I am an ambassador for Jesus, and I am not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to pray in front of people in public. I'm not afraid to bless and pray for them. I am not afraid anymore. I am very, very, very accepting of my role as a child of God. You best believe that. Do I screw up? Yes. Do I sin? Yes. Do I swear? Yes. And I'm sorry for each and every time I do it. I want to read from Philippians 3.20. Or no, uh, not Philippians, excuse me. Revelation 22.4. They will see his face. They will see his face. Do you sometimes wonder what heaven will be like? All of us do, I suppose. I confess, however... That the nearer I come to the end of Earth's journey, the more often I indulge in sanctified curiosity about the home Jesus has promised to believers. What will my reaction? What will be my reaction when I cross the river and enter into His glory? British theologian Stephen Neal asked himself the same question. At first, he inclined to think his emotions would be astonishment. But then he decided that his emotion, to put it a little bit more precisely, would be astonished joy. Astonished joy. Yes, astonished joy indeed. The Apostle Paul called believers in Christ citizens of heaven, and he wrote this. We eagerly await a Savior who will transform our lowly bodies so that... They will be like his glorious body. Now, Paul looked forward to a day when sin and pain and grief would be gone forever. We talked about that before, too, didn't we? What a soul-thrilling vision that will be when we see our Lord. What indescribable ecstasy we will experience. Fully aware, at last, of the sheer marvel of redemptive grace that has brought us into the presence of unparalleled beauty. We will be filled with astonished joy, not shock, not shock, but astonished joy. Really amazing. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I want to highlight our sponsor of Rise Up, a sponsor that not only believes in what we're doing, even though we're not part of their church, but we're all believers in Christ. So they give us thousands of dollars a month. For what? To promote a product that's free? Their publication is free. Their books are free. To watch them is free. So where's the money coming from? It's coming from God. And that money that the Trumpet Daily is giving us to promote their news publication is being passed from us to our Christian school. And that money that's passed from us to our Christian school is allowing them to secure a bigger and new building so that our school will continue. So that it doesn't have to be shut down. And it will be bigger so it can bring in more people. More and more people are leaving public school and they're putting their kids in private schools like Christian schools. And this sponsor, Trumpet Daily, is making that possible for us to do that. So visit the trumpetdaily.com. Again, that's trumpetdaily.com. Check them out. Download their stuff. Now, some people have said, but Jeremy, they're a Pentecostal church and they're a cult. (laughs) You know, the same can be said about Baptist churches, which I go to. Same can be said about Catholic churches. But this is part of my journey to destroy denominational churches. Not destroy the church, but the name that they choose to put in front of church. We all believe in Christ. It's the most important thing. I don't care what your traditions are. I don't care what you should do when you walk in the building of your church or not. If I'm visiting your church, I would gladly respect it. But know this. There's only one way to heaven, and it's not with the Pentecostal church, nor with the Catholic church, nor with the Baptist church, nor with the Methodist church, nor with the Presbyterian church says that you have to do. It's the Bible that says what you have to do, and that is only this. Believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that he was born a sinless man and lived a sinless life and died, took the sin of the world on his back for you so that you may have a way to heaven and believe that he did that and died and rose on the third day. Boom, heaven. That's it. I don't care about the rest and I never will. Do I respect people's traditions in their churches? Of course, the Bible tells us we should. But I will never be a member of a church, ever, because I'm already a member of the church of Christ. And I don't need to put something else in front of my name to validate my relationship. So maybe pastors and elders of churches need to wake up and think the same thing. Because what you're doing is dividing the body of Christ. We have a lot more in common than we have differences. So I think it's time we start getting the low-hanging fruit. Fruit. And get rid of the names of our churches and just call it the Church of Christ. Because that's what it is. Now that's my opinion. You may have your own. Doesn't make you wrong. Doesn't make me right. And vice versa. What I do know is what I told you that you needed to do in order to be a real follower of Christ. That is true. And if anybody says any different, that church is false. I'm not saying... Anything, at, you know, anything else is like the culture, the, the traditions of their church. I'm talking about to be saved, to be saved, period. I'm so sick of the politics of churches. 
I'm so sick of them. It's why my wife and I will not belong, become a member of a church. Because I don't care what church you go to. They all have politics, folks. They all go, well, we really need to get with the elders to make sure that this is something that we want to endorse. It is the bettering the body of Christ. What are you talking about? Well, we want to make sure that it's in line with, all right, I'm done. It's in line with Christ's word. So I don't need to hear about your church and how in line it is or not. That bothers me more than anything in the world. Be careful. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to conclude the day today because Sean Farish, Ungoverned, is coming up next. There's a lot going on in this world right now. So we're going to take you out the same way we brought you in with some good old-fashioned music, some good old-fashioned Christian music. The request that my daughter brought to us today to make sure that we were playing the music that she wanted to hear today. And it is Citizen Way and Wave Walker. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, he sent out the 72 with nothing. That's how we should be. Thank you for joining in on Rise Up Today, episode number 70, record day. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for making that thumbs up green down there. Keep doing it on your way out. I love each and every one of you. And remember this. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all. Make sure you stay tuned for Sean Farish and Ungoverned to give him a record show today, too. And I'll see you at 11 o'clock to defend Donald Trump. God bless you. Have a great morning. Peace out.